0: Welcome to Killer Women with your host, best-selling author, Danielle Girard. And now, Danielle's next killer woman. Hello, and welcome to Killer Women podcast, a proud member of the Authors on the Air Global Network with more than 4 million listeners. I am your host, suspense author, Danielle Girard, and my guest today is Jesse Satanto. Jessie grew up shuttling back and forth between Indonesia, Singapore, and Oxford and considers all three places her home. She has a master's from Oxford University. When she's not writing, she's gaming with her husband or making a mess in the kitchen with her two daughters. I love that. Welcome, Jessie. (laughs) Hi, thank you so much for having me. So fun. Okay, I devoured your book. devoured (laughs) it. I had so much fun and I have a few little... Um, Well, you already heard me do my Monday quote with it. So I know you, but I'm going to have to read that again because it's so fun. Um, And can you tell our listeners um, a little bit about I'm Not Done With You Yet?
1: So I'm Not Done With You Yet um, was kind of inspired by uh, an argument that I had with my husband (laughs) about tidying up. Uh, I was so annoyed. After that, I went and wrote, um the basically what ended up being the first chapter of the book where the main character has an argument with her husband about tidying up. And um after that I was like, hmm, this is actually pretty good. And so then I went and wrote a whole book around it because everything I do, I do out of pettiness. And that is <laughs> the first thing you need to know about this book. <laughs> is that- it's a very petty book. Um, so it's about Jane, who um, is a self-diagnosed sociopath, and she meets uh, this beautiful, brilliant, uh, charming—you know—absolutely perfect woman that she then becomes obsessed with, um, because Thalia is everything that Jane uh, has ever wanted to be, and um, and then of course uh, a lot of uh, shenanigans happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that is totally true. Okay, I mean, well, I love that the story is inspired by a fight with your husband because we all have those, and that's a it's a great source of material. Um, it's funny because the husband is, I mean, it's obviously just a starting off point because the husband really mm-hmm. isn't that big a part of the story. The story is really, as you said, mm-hmm. about about Jane and Thalia, and to a lesser extent, a third girl. Um, mm-hmm. but so tell me, you know, as you obviously the 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 fight with the husband makes sense to me, but what about the sort of the, the real seed of the story between the two women? Is that an experience you've had, or you know, not the first, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Um, the sort of toxic friendship. Tell us, do you where that came from, if you can remember?
1: So I always have this twist in my mind, and I was like, oh, I really need to find a plot now so that I can use this twist. Uh, And that was actually really how um, I I came up with uh, the the whole story was because I just knew that it had to be about um, two women Mm -hmm. and um, that things were going to go a certain way. Um, And uh, and then, you know, of course, I feel like most of us, uh, both female and male, um, can uh, probably relate to the experience of having... A really unhealthy friendship yeah that's you know really bad for you um and so I I I really wanted to kind of explore that um and also explore the feelings of kind of being torn between jealousy and admiration for for your friend Uh, I think a lot of us also can relate to that um so that that was basically how uh, the story came about yeah
0: i love that well i think um it's fun so you've had this twist in your head for a while and it was a matter of finding the right book for mm-hmm. it. that's so fun okay so and i uh, this is my first book by you and yeah. i loved it so i will absolutely be looking forward to reading more but i have seen of course all the a dial a for aunties and the vera wong um, oh, thank you. is is this a departure because those look a little bit lighter or maybe i'm i'm wrong
1: no, no, those are totally um, very fun. Uh, they have murder in them, but um, it's very lighthearted murder. Yeah. There's such a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I think there is, but I know what you're saying, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, um, psychological suspense uh, thrillers are, you know, they're my favorite genre to read. I hail them! Um, I would say maybe 75% of the books that I read are uh, suspense thrillers. Um, but I just never had the, uh, courage to write one. And it wasn't until my really good friend, um, Lori Elizabeth Flynn, who the book is dedicated to really kind of pushed me into writing one. She was like, well, you know, I'll be with you every step of the, um, I'll hold your hand, uh, you know, just do this. You can do this. And, um, yeah, I was, it's all because of her. So it's kind of ironic that like this book about toxic friendship actually (laughs) came about from a real. Really good friendship. <laughs> right. Good it's supportive it,
0: friendship. It, it's nice that it's not dedicated to your toxic friend. I think that's important, right? You get she knows yeah. that this is that, and I had I think I had and heard a little yeah. bit about that from May Cobb, who I know is also a, a good friend of yours. Yeah. So um so that's exciting. Okay. So the now, the aunties, all those books have done amazingly well. I can imagine this book is going to also be a uh, huge success. Are you going to go back and forth, you think? Or do you now put are you're, you're like, no way, I got dark suspense in my bl- blood and that's where I'm going to, that's what I'm going to do now.
1: Oh, no, I'm totally going to stick with uh, writing multiple genres because um, I don't know about you, but like uh, after I wrote this, I was like, wow, that was, a really dark space that I yeah. was inhabiting um for you know a couple of months and I'm really I'm ready to write something lighthearted. so I believe after this I wrote my young adult uh rom-com um and then that was just exactly what I needed um and after I wrote that I was like okay well I'm ready for a little bit of you know murder mayhem so I really like um, kind of hopping around.
0: Yeah, doing something mm-hmm. different. So that, I mean, it's nice too, because it, it seems like it's easier to do mm-hmm. now. Publishers are more accepting mm-hmm. um, and that is really nice. So mm-hmm. can you talk about like Jane and Valia? Um, you know, Jane obviously sounds like came first because she was the woman who mm-hmm. had, you know, was in the, who was arguing with her husband about being tidy, which is a, totally a thing between husbands and wives, I have to say from experience. So, um, but so then did you, how did sort of, how did you develop those women to be so, you know, different and yet to work off each other so well?
1: Um, hmm, That's a good question. I feel like a lot of Jane, uh, a lot of Jane's anxiety, I kind of based off of like my own, you know, anxieties and um, just thoughts that I often had when I was uh, in situations where I felt very out of place. So so for Jane, it was very easy to um, kind of just draw from my own personal experience and then, you know, just kind of kick it out the knot. Um, Thalia was a little bit harder because she, it's not every day that you meet a Thalia, so <laughs> I, I was kind of like um, thinking Argo Robbie, just so perfect and yeah, and amazing, yeah. right? Yeah, and picture. and yeah, you I can, can really Margo tell Robbie. has such yeah. depth. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I was kind of like channeling that uh, energy <laughs> when I was writing Thalia.
0: Yes. And then Thalia, she's, you know, she's interesting because there's so much more than meets the eye with her, which I mm-hmm. love how you sort of over the course of the book, we really get to know who Thalia is. And because Jane is a mirrored against Thalia, actually, we learn a lot mm-hmm. about Jane that even Jane didn't really know about herself, mm-hmm. which I think is so, so fun. And it's, it's true of that, uh, you know, of that age, right? We learn so much about, um, we really learn so much about ourselves from other people when we are in you know basically high school right um Mm -hmm. this is there's this great line (laughs) this starts the the book it's chapter two Uh, and it says the thing about crazy bitches is there's usually some man who's pushed and prodded and gasped (laughs) to that point which i love i was like that is so um Anyway, that is such a great line. And I think there's a different, I mean, the voice, and, I, and I, again, you know, I haven't mm-hmm. read that A is for aunties yet or, um, but I, there's such a great sort of very candid voice about sort of real truths about humans and mm-hmm. about women and about marriage and about friendships. And, mm-hmm. and I really, really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed that. And then I, um, and this is an interesting thing too, that I found really true. And I wanted to talk a little bit about this which is the sort of, it's almost like when, when we see beautiful women and we're envious, there's all, it's almost like an attraction. It's not that we're necessarily like interested in in being intimate with them, but there's something like their, like women's bodies are so beautiful that there's almost this sort of sense of like, you know, that you're sort of in awe also of their body. And there's this line um, when she's, when Jane is looking at Thalia, um, And she says, basically, um, (laughs) while men lust after the soft bulging parts of the female anatomy, the breast to ask, we women notice the hardness, the places that signify control, discipline, the clavicle, the shoulder blades, the cheekbones. Thalia's collarbone is defined in a way that makes me swallow. I imagine running... Myself running a finger along its hard length from the top, bottom of her neck all the way to her shoulder, where it juts out into a single knife point. I love that because, of course, it's also somewhat foreboding, and there's a literate, you know, alliteration, and it's true. I think what we are attracted to—it's why, like, women look at, you know, really sort of thin women in a different way than mm-hmm. men look at really thin women. So I thought that was yeah. wonderful, and. You know, when you're right, when you're picturing these sort of interactions and and living inside Jane's head, you know, I'm curious to know what's your process are. You you know, do you write sort of a thin first draft and then go back and bulk it up, or are you sort of you you write the depth as you go?
1: Um, no, I, I write I write as uh, I write it as it is mostly now um, because I've had uh, over ten years of uh, you know. Trying to get published and failing. so I've written so many books. Um, and uh, now I feel like uh, I write pretty clean first drafts. Um, i I think my my editor she um, she added some she wanted me to add like plot points. um she wanted me to add an epilogue. Um, but most of the writing uh, is uh, about the same, I would say.
0: So tell us a little bit about your path to publication, because, ten, you know, a lot of us have spent a lot of time, obviously, trying to get published before being published. And you said you wrote a lot of books. What was your what how many books did you write and how long did it take?
1: So it took me about 10 years um, to get my first publishing deal. And um, I had written eight books by then. Um, but what actually got the first publishing deal was my fifth book, um, so that was just how long it took, you know, uh, for the the agent process and like um, submissions and all like I had finished my eighth before my fifth one uh, sold. And um, yeah, so it was like a really long and twisty journey. Um, and I was very dramatic and like gave up a, a lot of times where I was <laughs> yeah. like, that's it. I'm no longer
0: writing again. <laughs> of course, it's so hard, right, it's so hard. So then <clears throat> books six, seven, eight uh, subsequently are being published or have been published,
1: so. Um, no, actually I think, uh, so book eight didn't get published. Um, book seven did, um, I can't even remember what was book six. I don't think it got published either. <laughs> <laughs> you're like I have
0: so many books that they're just like buried in the backyard. That's yeah. sounds like sounds like you're also kind of a fast writer. Yes, I am, ah. which is great. That's a great thing to be mm-hmm. in this business. So, um yeah. and um, so I wanted to talk about sort of this idea of the competitive nature of female friendships, right? So that's that's mm-hmm. the quote that I that I read out loud um, on you know one fifty nine. I love this. I'm like, here I am. I, I like to tab. Um, I always tab books where there's wonderful quotes. Oh, I love. Yeah, I'm always, all my books are tabbed because I'm like, oh, I want to go back to this place. Um, but that is, it's, you know, and this is the quote that I, I read on my Monday um, quote of the week. If you missed it a couple, maybe three weeks ago, even. Um, I have always found female friendship fascinating. The way that from a very young age, girls are encouraged to see one another as competition just because of how sexist many societies are and therefore there's only ever room for one girl at the top. So that's interesting, like, you know, as that, and you have obviously lived in a lot of different places so you've had a a variety of different cultural experiences. Is it true? I mean, Mm -hmm. do you feel like that's, that's, it feels true to me from my limited Mm -hmm. experience.
1: Yeah, uh, I, especially when uh, I was younger, like in my twenties and my teens, you know, um, uh, even the questions that we got asked, it's like, um, you know, like oh which which girl do you find prettiest? You know, it's always like a competition, yeah, and um, and then and uh, especially like when i uh, i I took women's studies uh, classes when I was in college, and then it kind of really opened my eyes because, yeah, then I really saw how the media um kind of fuels that along, you know? And um, in every like, for example, like action movie or whatever, like you'd have a whole great cast of men and then one single female character, like just one. And then the men all have like, you know, great backstories, they have like um, their own identities, you know, there's like the nerd, there's the action hero, there's the whatever. and then the woman is just the hot woman, you know, like she right. has no identity aside from being a woman. Um, and I just kept seeing that over and over, like um, even, you know, in the games that I play, there's always just the one woman and then five other men. Um, right. And so I was like, well, no wonder, you know, women are pitted against each other because there's never enough space for us. Um mm. And uh, I feel like that is changing now um, slowly. Yeah. So uh, I do feel really hopeful um, for younger generations uh, about that.
0: Yeah, you have daughters. I have a daughter. We have to be. We mm-hmm. have to be hopeful for them. Now, tell me. Um, I I think where are you, Where are you right now? Are you in Indonesia?
1: Yes, I am in Jakarta. So it's Nine twenty okay. in the morning. I'm in the future. <laughs>
0: You are in the future. Okay. Yeah. Cause actually that was, what I'm, it's here, here it's 820 at night. And it is funny to be, cause it's not, I don't normally do this at night. You can see how dark my office, you know, my space is tonight, but I was like, <laughs> I, was, I, I knew you were ahead, but I forgot how far ahead you are. That's, that's amazing. And so, um, you went to, did you go then to, to university in Oxford? Is that where you spent?
1: Yes, so I did my master's in Oxford and uh, I did my undergrad in Berkeley, Uh, so I've lived both in the U.S. and the U.K., so I feel familiar enough with both places to write about them because I'm very lazy. Uh, I don't want to do any research, so (laughs) So my characters are always like basically in either of these places.
0: That's so funny. I grew up. I grew up in um, in Oakland, in Oakland Hills. So that's my that was my oh, okay. home. And now I'm in Montana, which is very, very different. So um, yeah. okay. And then there's one more thing I want to talk about because, of course, this is the other thing that happens to women, and I'm going to do it to you because, of course, it's it's everyone is going to say they've said this to me for 20 years of my publishing career. How does somebody so sweet looking come up with such dark stuff? <laughs> right? We get this like they never ask that to like you know. Michael Connelly or any of the men, but of, of us, they ask that. And um, I, I had this, the quote is from your um, acknowledgements, which I love, mm. I always love to read these, And sometimes I read them before the book even starts. It, and you say, I think it's next to impossible to exist in this world as someone who identifies as a woman and not be enraged time and again. This book is the result of all the anger and bitterness at the inequalities of our society. And then you talk about how how um, emerged you got in Jane and Thalia's mind, and I guess I was I was asking is that is that sort of a way to is writing for you a way to sort of work through the things that happen to us in real life that we can't really control.
1: Yeah, that's probably why there's so much murder in all of my books, <laughs> even, <laughs> even the fun lighthearted ones. Um, I, yeah, I um and you know it's so funny because um I I said that to my friend uh, Lori Flynn I was like you're you're like the sweetest nicest most supportive person I know and then you write like the darkest um twistiest you know uh stories and then she said um and I still remember her answer to this thing because it was so funny she was like well, you know, um, it's the ones uh, who keep it all inside that we need to be worried about. <laughs> so that's, so be worried about like the romance writers. <laughs> right,
0: right, it's true, right. It is, I, I think <clears throat> it is something really cathartic. And I don't, and mm-hmm. also probably a way of working through our own sort of fears and, and like you said, insecurities, I mean, you, we get to use our own stuff in the books. Um, and your books tend to be, it sounds, I mean, most mm-hmm. of them t- are female, but fo- I mean, yeah. female focused, which is fun.
1: I really do feel like it's kind of my way of, like you said, you know, it's very cathartic, very annoyed by the number of female characters um, in books uh, and movies that just get killed, you know, to further the plot of the male characters. So then I treated as pawns and... Um, you know that kind of killed off uh, quite quickly and and carelessly um, to further the male characters, uh, like character growth. Right.
0: Yeah, we're sort of we're 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 extras in a male-driven plot. A lot of those, a lot of stories are, mm-hmm. and it's you know and yeah. like you said, there's not as much backstory. There's not as much focus on the women, so it's fun to write stories mm-hmm. where it's really all about women. Like you know Jane's husband is really he's the female equivalent in this story uh, as you know (laughs) as the stories you're talking about
1: yeah yeah exactly which is great
0: I mean that was that works that's fine it's turnabout is fair play so um so tell Mm -hmm. us okay I tell us now um a little bit about you know the books you have out right now um and then what's coming next
1: so I have a whole bunch of uh books that have already come out um you can see them on the shelf there uh um and they're all um very different uh we have like children's fantasy um young adult suspense young adult rom-com and uh a whole bunch of adult uh mysteries so they were they were all so fun to write um i recently uh handed in a completely new genre it's an adult uh love story um so i'm very excited but that won't be out until um 2025 for murderers so i'm very excited about uh starting work on that
0: another okay so i um so sorry you cut out a little bit i'm sorry i'm apologizing to the world for my Wi-Fi, which is Montana Wi-Fi, and in the evening, um, everybody is busy streaming Yellowstone or something, so it's hard sometimes to get a good uh, signal. So you have written children's fantasy, children's or what? Sorry, YA fantasy, YA um, rom-com, <laughs> um, adult fun mysteries, and now a very dark suspense. You're all you just finished it sounds like an adult love story, so an adult romance, and then <laughs> but first you have coming up. What's next? A YA, another YA book?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I have another YA rom-com out, I believe, in November or December. Wow. Um, so that'll be out next.
0: And then you'll have another um, yeah, so adult so thriller. So fun.
1: And then what's after that? Oh, uh, Dark Adult Suspense and um, Dal A for Aunties 3, uh, which okay. is going to be the final installment in the Aunties book that's so exciting and do your are your girls old enough to read your stories not yet the oldest one is seven uh um, fantasy to her and she just didn't understand so i was like okay you know let's wait until you're like nine or ten
0: yeah that's totally fair it's for the yeah for the one for the for this for this book maybe i always told my daughter 30 and she started to read them when she was like tw- 20. <laughs> <laughs> so i think you got a little ways to wait on that um now, Jessie, are you, I thought maybe, did you come to Thriller Fest this yeah. year? Yes, I did. I went to Thriller yeah. Fest and it was so fun. It was so fun. I'm sorry we didn't get to meet. Are you going to come back maybe next mm-hmm. year?
1: Um, I don't know yet. Uh, I'll have to wait and see what I get invited to next year.
0: Yeah, it's such a long,
1: it's a very long, long trip. Well, it's so fun to talk to you. I'm sorry our, our Wi-Fi
0: connection is not perfect, but um, I did absolutely love your book, and I love, I love your candor about sort of the things that drive, you know, the drive, women and how you know the way that we end up feeling sort of positioned against one another, and also sort of the comp- competition. I think these are real issues, and for me to read, and this is a. I mean, it is a page turning thriller, but to get to those points where you sort of feel something that is, that really strikes you like that is true. That's also such an incredible treat. So it's a wonderful fast book. Congratulations on all your success, all your books. Um, I'm going to have to take whatever you're taking to write quicker. So I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to call you on the side and say, what is it? What's your (laughs) regimen? what vitamins are you on (laughs) so thank you so much for joining me tonight yes i do everybody this has (laughs) been killer women with jesse Satanto, all the way in indonesia and you can almost hear the distance in our conversation but (laughs) she's an incredible author and such a fun book and what a joy to get a chance to talk to you so thank you for joining me